conversations around wellness and weight loss can be complicated. There's the Instagram filter we all see on IG and social media, and then IRL. And between $20 smoothies and daily ice baths, everyone is doing the most to hack the health system. But there's a better way. Row. Row provides access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market. Over 200,000 people have already chosen Row to help them lose weight. And you can sign up from the comfort of your own home. No scheduling a doctor's appointment, commute to the doctor's office, and no waiting rooms. The Row Body Program pairs a weekly shot with healthy lifestyle changes so you can lose 15 to 20% of your weight in a year on average and actually keep it off. Of course, medication must be paired with diet and exercise modifications in order to achieve any stated results. Medication cost is not included in the program. Patients must pay for medication separately. With Roe, average weight loss is 15 to 20% in one year with healthy lifestyle changes. BMI and other eligibility criteria apply. Go to roe.co slash andysgirls. You can sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 a month after that. Medication costs are separate. That's ro.co slash andysgirls. Sign up today. I just came back from the salon, and for the record, I went with a sassy little bob and quiet luxury shade of blonde. Yes, that's literally what we're calling it, quiet luxury. (laughs) Aside from trips to the salon, I don't actually blow out my hair. My hair is naturally wavy, and that's why I love Way. Way's new anti-frizz cream is a lightweight cream that provides immediate frizz control that lasts for up to 72 hours. I know that I have a limited amount of time (laughs) with wet, wavy hair in which to get myself in order. And that is why I love the anti-frizz cream. It has notes of bergamot, Italian lemon, violet, and more. And it smells unbelievable. Believable. Truly, as someone who is a little bit sensitive to scents, I put this in my hair and I feel great. It also genuinely pairs well with my perfume, which I appreciate. I don't blow out my hair because after years of color processing and attempting to make it straight, I know it looks better and stays healthier when I avoid blow drying, which is why I love the anti-frizz cream. I've used products, especially with wavy hair, where it feels heavy and looks kind of wet. And that's why I love Waze Anti-Frizz Cream because it enhances the natural waves in my hair. I still look like me, just a little elevated. And P.S. I am way obsessed with Waze other bestsellers. Their leave-in conditioner, detox shampoo, my personal favorite. Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to T-H-E- O-U-A-I dot com and enter promo code Andy for 15% off any product. That's T-H-E-O-U-A-I dot com with promo code Andy. I like my tequila with a splash of lime. My name is Damien and I'm here to cut the hair of Ramona and Tinsley ASAP. really unexpected. (laughs) Thank you, I think. Which I am super into. Um, They need to cut their hair. 
both of them. I mean... I cannot stand Ramona's fucking ponytail. And Tinsley's... Ramona's Jill Zarin circa season four Madonna moment where she thought she was was ginge ambition. It was not good. And I'm just so confused by Tinsley's, like, style in general. You guys, I'm so confused about how long it took us to get together, (laughs) but it's episode... 43-ish of Annie's Girls back <laughs> with OG of the AG, the love of my life, the Brandy to my Stephanie. Oh, oh. that was a Real Housewife of Dallas shout out. I'm so sorry. How about the... the Damien Bellino, the, you guys. The Gina to your Vicky. <laughs> I don't think I want to be either Ouch. of them. Oh my God. It's great to be here. Thanks for having me. I am so happy to have you. You so- look well. <laughs> I told Damien, I texted him when he was en route and was like, I put on makeup in case we take a selfie. So you guys, you may or may not see a selfie depending on how how thin do I look, by the way. You look thin, but I didn't want to comment. Oh, do you know a friend of mine said that to me the other day? She's like, you look like you've lost weight, but I like didn't want to say anything. I was like, what fucking goop style wellness <laughs> outlet told people not to compliment? Do I look like I've lost weight? Uh, yes. <laughs> I feel weird, though, because we're recording. <laughs> Guys, listeners, please tweet me in, in your <laughs> iTunes reviews for this audio podcast. Comment on how thin Sarah looks, because I'm not allowed to eat anything. So I think we should talk a little bit about this. So what's been going on, um, Yolanda? Sarah, Yolanda, Sarah, Hadid, Sarah. Foster Hadid. <laughs> it's Sarah, Sarah, Yolanda... Hadid Foster Hadid again galley. <laughs> so guys, it turns out I can't believe this, but after months, so I'm three months into this like weird, ridiculous illness. And I think people thought when I returned last week that it was like Sarah's fine now, like she's back from medical leave. And in fact, it took three months for me to just get diagnosed. So I started treatment this week. And in a wonderful irony, um, <laughs> I actually ended up being diagnosed with Lyme disease, which was raised by a friend of mine who, um, uh, uh, who had Lyme and it took like three years to get treated and uh, does a lot of stuff for the same charity that Yolanda does. He actually mentioned to me sort of early on, he's like, it sounds like it could be Lyme. And I was like, no, no, no. Um, anything about it. Cause I saw that play out on Beverly Hills and it looks not fun. And I have to say that after going through like every major illness and specialist known to mankind and like landing on Lyme, I'm not super thrilled about it. And it also turns out that all of that shit that I said to you when we were going through Beverly Hills um, with Yolanda's illness, and I was like, you know, there was that episode where Yolanda said she swore at someone. She's like, and I just did it because I couldn't think of the words. And I remember saying, like, that's a little bit of bullshit. And I remember when she said she couldn't put on makeup for stuff and, like, couldn't go to events and was tired and bad. And I was like, it, like, thou doth protest too much. Like, a little bit of that can't be true. It, it is a hundred percent true. Like, Lyme? fucks you up and even when i i told someone about it the other day i was like yeah i was diagnosed with lyme and they were like oh yeah that's like super easy to you know like a lot of people have it and i wanted to be like do you know which real housewives <laughs> do you not understand the my plight only, of my, the, my real frame the love of, of my life Yolanda? my frame of references for lyme disease are irene from the real world who and slapped steven, steven in the face and the, in and he, seattle he with a, her bear in, in the, the water in the bay 
and um, and Yolanda Hadid Foster Hadid. Um, yeah, that's really. But I did, a friend did tell me that everybody on the East Coast basically has it. We all have it, right? It's like, and it really kind of fucks you up. I'm still, to be honest, slightly in denial about it. And then they, the doctors, like, so it's too late to start um, antibiotics. We're gonna have you on supplements. And then I thought of Daisy, the medical advocate, opening that fucking closet door for Kyle and whomever to look and just be aghast. And I said to the doctor, I'm now on four supplements. And I said to him, I was like, feels like a lot, and it's also fucking expensive. And he goes. Yeah, some people are on thirty, and I was like, I know because I watched that season. (laughs) Are you going to get all the fillings taken out of your teeth? They checked my teeth, (laughs) and I don't have any like metallic cavities. They checked my metals. I took out. I had an ear piercing in my ear and one of my nose that were relatively recent that I took out because they're gold. Like literally, it's like fucking karma. It's fucking Bravo karma kicking me in the ass, probably biting me via mosquito like just completely totally crazy that i end up having what fucking yolanda had like that's did yolanda save my life by the way because the only reason that i actually believe that it's lyme is because i saw yolanda suffer like yolanda you were my jesus like your suffering was for a greater good and that greater good was like me (laughs) (laughs) well i think i speak for all andy andy's girls international because you guys i love hearing from you and you're from like an island or whatever (laughs) Um, I think I speak for them all, myself included, that we're happy to have you back. We're glad you're... Oh, my God. We know it's hard work. I mean, I know it's hard. I know. I see you put all this... There's a lot of things, wires in here, so... (laughs) I know. You guys, I could have paid a medical bill, but instead I decided to upgrade our audio. So I hope you guys take that into account. I did listen to your episode last week, and I was really... I mean, I was mad at the episode, but excited to be here to, like, talk about stuff. Um, tell me everything. Do you well, want to start with your list of grievances? Um, or? Sh- well, sure. No? I mean, or do we want to take a little dibble dabble into some of the franchises that you and I haven't covered while yes, I was off uh, that is what I would like to talk about okay, briefly, just because I, I feel like, I know the Real Hospice of Potomac, it's like pretty low on my list, but I felt like this season was actually pretty good, and I felt like it, like it had was a much better show than it was, and I felt very satisfied with the end. I thought the reunion was delightful. You did? Oh, I thought it was so good. The only thing that I was sort of interested by was the whole intimation or accusation, rather, that Karen had a secret lover. Oh, I loved it, Because yeah. the way that she denied it actually made me think that she does. Yeah, She absolutely. was just, like, rolling her eyes, like, gagging, and just not not actually saying, like, it's complete bullshit, and that person's, like, my personal trainer. Like, she was talking about it in a way that I was like, oh, my God, are they onto something? Like, they actually just threw her under the bus, which I'm 100% into. Yeah, I was very into that. I, I liked that. I liked that Karen is hard, has no money. I don't know. She relocated and, then like, re- downsized, but then she- didn't but then it came out that her husband was like was like laid off like millions back taxes oh i didn't know about that and you're not keeping up <gasps> that, that came out right after um that came out right after well, the she's, season she ended. said that she moved to take care of her parents in virginia but said that she hadn't actually offered her parents the opportunity to live with her in virginia <laughs> Yeah, and then, but like, apparently, so apparently they owe like six million in taxes. <gasps> like he owes like five. I, I might be misspeaking, but like five maybe for like his business, and then like a million for. Wait, like, what did they spend six million dollars on? Because it wasn't her kitchen. I have no idea. I have no idea. What? So I was into like that, and I think that that like. Oh, I hope. That I, I, I hope. Like, I don't really care about Potomac to be honest. I think it's super dumb, but I wanted to come back if um well, if I, Bill Gates is really. I like, was also into her like saying like not acknowledge being like I lost weight. That's why my breasts are small. And then finally she was like, Oh, I had my breast implants removed, and they were like, Well, that's what. <laughs> 
it is, bitch. It's not because you lost that much weight that your boobs were entirely like a, like seven sizes different. What did you think about Ashley and her divorce? I mean, I I felt like everybody came to play this season. Like I just felt like it was a good season, and I it, it, like I like what Andy Cohen always says about the show, which is like it is a different. It's a different type of housewife. Like, it's not the same. It's not Right, they don't have real money. They don't have the same type of money that they have in Beverly Hills. And, like, nobody has that same type of money. So I like that it's, like, a totally different... It's very, like, upper-middle-class women in, like, a suburb of... It's, like, not that glamorous, but that, like, their their lives are... I thought this season everyone had something going on and like I was into Robin and her husband telling a producer like he would have been gone like that was amazing that that was captured on TV and it really was and I felt sad for her so I was into him being at the reunion and talking about it I was into Ashley like seeing legitimately seeing Ashley's like marriage dissolve dissolve on television and like see them like I don't know work on or to say they're working on it and I think Monique is like another one of those Monique is such a good addition I think she's like a Dorinda and Erica Jane like a person who just like fits like was like a right fit for the show okay. like, they yeah, needed yeah. a person like that whether like you know i just like she was a good foil for i don't other- want her to take this personally monique if you're listening but she felt a little Porsche to me not in a bad way just in a way where it's like a totally different vibe that was needed yeah maybe i mean maybe because she's like a little more like there's like more ratchetness she's like a little, to her yes. but she's also like actually like maybe the richest of all of them and, right. and like has a real and has a husband so i was into that also like that she's like a real i also housewife. die for her husband i die for his like deep deep voice he seems like a cool guy her mother-in-law is a hundred percent a super twat yeah, loved I into, that too. i, I love that. that they like are legit estranged i'm a hundred percent into that uh, yeah so i am um, yeah i don't have like a ton to say about potomac other than i just thought that this season was like a great was a redemption story and i be i'm into it so you think it'll come back season uh, three a hundred percent and what do you think about how Atlanta went. So Kim's returning, Nini's returning, so I, Portia's not, Phaedra's like fired and banned so, from all things Bravo. Um, as well she should be. Because that was So I, mean, I thought that the Housewives of Atlanta finale ended up, or the reunion rather, ended up being a little bit anticlimactic because I had read allegations. Right. You, which, Damian which I and I you, were but, like losing our shit. So I ended up sitting on the couch with my roommate and we were both like literally, I was like about to have, sometimes when reunions look so, so good, like I almost have a panic attack because like the anxiety of what I'm about to experience is almost overwhelming. So I remember part three, remember because they were like the last two minutes or last five minutes. So I thought it was going to be that rumor that you told me. Which was that allegedly Portia slept with Apollo and, and, and like Phaedra found that out during the reunion right which was like why they were gonna have a downfall or whatever i feel like i can hear myself breathing with my allergies like um it's beautiful um yeah so i you know i was excited for that reveal on television and then it was that like phaedra planted all of the stuff about candy which you know i remember watching the watch i was pissed and i watched watch what happens live after the third part or whatever or the fourth it was the fourth part it was the fourth part I think. it was like the end of the third oh you're right you're right you're right and yeah. then the fourth was like this is what happened and then it's like candy in a bathroom saying to andy like can you believe this and like everyone being like oh and my god like, i'm shocked much. i'm shocked and even when when you get when you silence kenya with something i mean that's a yeah. sign that it, it became looking back it's worse than i initially felt but my initial f- feeling was like this isn't big enough so and then you watch what happens live oh yeah and you know andy was like did a poll that was like are you totally stunned that it was phaedra and the audience was like 90 percent not stunned and i was like exactly like nobody is surprised she I love as i told you previously as on this podcast that like i think that she was like in cahoots with apollo and then like watched like sold him like out them and they got caught she was like what i had no idea me and my children will not have a relationship with him now 
but it's taken them like a hundred years to get a divorce. I feel like it all just like is rooted in like the fact that she is a con and artist. Was, she is black. She's like the black, black China of the Housewives of Atlanta. <laughs> and you think that Apollo, uh, that Apollo was blackmailing her? That's why the d- divorce was contested for so long because he's like, you don't want me to release information that I have. And what oh, you did. I don't. I mean, I don't know why it's taken them so long to get a divorce. I just think that like I it's think they're sketchy. divorced. I think again, that they are both officially. sketchy. Yeah, I think they are also a fortune. Yeah, I think that I with you definitely tussled and was like she it's not her fault she's doing so much and i was wrong i mean i can't believe that this woman who we're being told is a lawyer but by the way has anyone seen her papers like what is framed on her wall is that just like a coupon code from cvs or is that a real document because i cannot believe someone that uh, prides themselves on national television of being this really smart attorney would think it would be a good idea to stir plot by legit defaming someone's character and accusing them of plotting sexual assault that's the difference it's not like saying like you're a stupid whore or the stuff she said about kenya or the stuff kenya said about her it was saying like they are planning to do something that's illegal like bill cosby style well and i think the other thing was that she you know she blamed a producer and i don't doubt that a producer may have been messy and been involved in trying to feed like drama about candy and trying to like take candy down and make that the storyline but again, if you're an attorney, you don't repeat that information if it's not like if it's not real because like if you don't have any proof, why would you repeat that? Like you know that, that you know that like yeah, she had to know that that. So like I felt like I also heard that she was like super pilled out at the reunion, which is why she was <gasps> Vicky so, style, where she took some stuff to like calm herself so, so the, she didn't freak which, out. Which is why she was so non-reactive. They had to drug test them before. I don't think she, that's fair. She probably, like, a... took a Xanax and then just sat there and just listened. Which is why. Oh my god, I remember that's, Andy that's really saying something to like. Um, yeah, why aren't you responding? Yeah, I don't know where I read that. But when he said something like, you know, are, are you sorry? Right, she, was like, like not... she was like, I've said I'm sorry. What else do you want me supposed to do? And I was like, you don't seem sorry at all. Well, I read. I think I read it on a blog, so who knows if it's actually true? But you know, learning from her. It's 100% true because we just said it. <laughs> um, so anyway, yeah, I don't have a ton. Oh, but I will say this about Atlanta is that I'm super excited that like the way they sort of – I like that they have a vision with season 10 because – Is it only season 10? Because Atlanta and New York are the second oldest, right? It's like – I mean, um, OC is like old. is like four episode. No, like, it was OC, New York, New – New Jersey, Atlanta. I want to say. I think Atlanta was okay. Atlanta, Atlanta wouldn't Jersey. have been. Atlanta wouldn't have been before New York. I want to say New OC New York, and then I think it's New Jersey, Atlanta. But it could be OC New York. But I looked Atlanta, this up the other Jersey. day because I think that maybe the way the timing of the seasons has gone, that like New York and Atlanta must have been near each other. So this is season nine of New York that is airing currently. Oh my god, I can't believe it's only season nine. And, and season nine of Atlanta just ended, so they must have just like aired the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm excited with what they're doing for like how they have a vision of like a full circle moment and they're coming back like how lisa Wu was at the party and like the fashion boys were at the party um what are their names um miss j and is it miss j isn't that he from top model lawrence 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 and and miss j i can't remember what the short one's name is I think Dwayne. I'm right. I don't know. Um, I know Miss. I know Miss. Oh, Lawrence. Dwight. Dwight. Yes. Okay. Yes. Dwight and Miss Lawrence, and I can't remember the third one. Um, but yeah, like two of them were at the party, and Lisa, Lisa Wu was there, and Kim was there, and then oh God, Nini's coming back. And I saw. Did you see that? Um, Todd had a birthday party on Instagram. I and did. And Claudia Jordan was there. And I love Claudia Jordan. Me too. I don't think She's that she got smart. her. Do- I think that Nini used her power to make sure that she wouldn't 
come Absolutely. back. And I think it was a complete bullshit move to take her out after one season because I thought she really did a really great job. Yeah, she was at the party and, and Lisa Wu was at a party. Oh, and Marlo was there. And Marlo was, was on a trip with them and Shamia just got married and Cynthia and Portia are both still there. I don't know how they both... Which I thought they I had announced think... that Cynthia was gone. We, you have actually announced... It. Every time I'm here, you're always like, Cynthia's not coming back. <laughs> you literally said that to me the night of the premiere of Atlanta this season and I was like, she is legit in the opening credits. You're like, no, she got fired. And I was like, Sarah, she's on the show. What else, What is she going to bring to the table? I don't know. But I'm excited that like they have a vision of like getting back to the roots and I heard, again, heard like read a blog. 100% accurate. That... C-SPAN. Nini, like that they told Nini people are interested in her life and that she like needs to show her life. So... And maybe the ending of Greg's. Did you hear this oh my God, I'm so Sarah. sorry, guys. He like had a stroke or something. She I can't came out and said not, not funny. True. She said it's not true. I know, though. but I'm saying it anyway. I read her statement. <laughs> Still, she was her. like, people run with these lies. <laughs> I learned a lot from lawyer, uh, legal eagle, um, Madame Parks. So I'm, I'm excited for um, Atlanta because I think that it will be... I don't know. I think that it'll be a season and I'm excited that Kim's going to be on there part time and Marlo's back and I don't know. I'm- Can I ask a question? Can someone please explain to me where Kim, I know that like I'm obsessed with wealth and how these people portray their wealth, especially on Atlanta when they like put all of their money into like a single pair of lubes. Like they, they go all out. Like if we want to talk a little bit about how Peggy has that ye- disgusting yellow Lamborghini oh, they, Their shady business but, will be out soon. When we oh, get- oh, a hundred. Oh, it's. It's, like that was the worst thing they could have done for their for their actual wealth is Peggy, come onto a television show. It's that's what, sort of why I love Atlanta because I feel like it, Kim. It doesn't make any sense to me how she's making the money that she has for what is an extraordinary lifestyle, considering the fact that I've looked up Croy's contracts and they're not great. Yeah, I mean, I think that her money has to be. I mean, I don't know. I don't actually know nothing, but I feel like it has to be. Like, they can't have a lot in savings. Like, everything has to be... Whatever right. they're making, they have to be spending, right? Like, when Teresa was initially up for, like, you know, jail or whatever, and she was making the comment that her kids didn't have college education funds started, and they were living in that crazy house. But it just sort of reminded me a little bit how showy Atlanta is versus how showy certain new cast members can be on franchises like OC. If you think about Peggy version one, Peggy Tanoose and Mika, who said, we have real money, unlike our friends, Alexis and Jim Bellino. And it turns out Alexis and Jim don't have any money and neither did Peggy or Mika, who are oddly enough, they like announced they were getting divorced and it turns out it might've just been for like tax purposes or something to like avoid some sort of like fin- financial implication, but yet they're still technically together. I mean, they, they didn't have anything. I think about when I look at the Peggy that's on OC now, I get a little bit of a glimmer of Dana Pam from Beverly Hills, where this woman is just kind of coming. Into like the, the friend of with the glasses, the, fr- the friend that held a charades game and it didn't make any sense. And she would like $25,000 sunglasses. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, I get yeah. a little bit of a sense of a new cast member who's coming in, who's saying, look at me, look at me. And when Megan had that little confessional side where she She's like joking about get it. it. You're rich. It's like, yeah, that's exactly the point of getting a bright, disgusting yellow Lamborghini and throwing a party where you can show everyone that's your kind of wealth. And you're getting this from like what? From having a tire company? I think so it's so weirdly vague with how they have that money. It's super so weirdly vague. And I also am not against Peggy being a new addition because I think she's um not going to add any drama, but it might just be nice to have like another body in the room. Like, I think that it's going to be surprising how much more Lydia probably delivers as the season goes on. And Peggy's just there standing there 
sucking up to Vicky with absolutely no sense of humor, which I would think would be mandatory for OC. Like, Shannon is fucking hilarious. It does. Shannon is hilarious. Tamara can be funny. Vicky can be funny. It's it's just sort of a different kind of energy there, which either, you know, is dead weight or something else. It does feel interesting that production has clearly tried to balance the sides of the like the fence there in that yeah they brought in switzerland they just basically they brought they in keep, armenian they keep, switzerland they keep bringing in new people who are either siding with vicky or who are neutral so then there is like i guess like they don't want to they're giving they're not giving they don't want to give toys to play with they don't want to give camera or shannon anybody else on their side like they lost heather and now they don't want Thank to. God, by the way. Do you miss her even a little bit? I don't no, miss her No, she didn't all. do anything like her she last couple anything. seasons. She didn't do anything. She had her house that nobody's um, seen in the cast. I, yeah. So wait, I'm sorry. So this, you were saying this because of of wealth in Atlanta. Are we done with Atlanta? Are we closing I that chapter? I think we're good on Atlanta. Great. So I mean, while we're on the topic of OC, I have to say like the opening taglines are the worst of any, I think, any season of Housewives ever. Yeah, Peggy's is, I'm living the American dream one sports car at a time. And I'm like, is that the American dream? Like, I did not 100% realize it. I Lydia think is, if you can't is. handle my sparkle, get off my rainbow. <laughs> like, what the fuck does it even mean? Uh, if you don't, uh, drama's artificial. I'm real. Shut up. Like, I love Shannon. That's the worst tagline. What is, Tamara's is like, um, I'm, I'm blessed. So Blessed and not stressed. I mean, blessed and not and, stressed. And bountiful or something. I'm highly prized and baptized. Yes, <laughs> yes, that's that correct. That was the best one. I'm trying to think who were the I other one. Um, Megan, Megan's is like, Vicky's I have a baby is... and I these women are babies. Um, and, and Vicky's is like, forget about the cancer. <laughs> Kelly Dodds is, if I have an opinion, I'm going to tell you it. <laughs> that's just that's your job. That's your job. Like you were literally hired onto a reality show where you're supposed, you have, you're supposed to have strong opinions and like voice them. So all you're doing is just saying what your job description is. That's also her mania. That's not just a uh, job. That's so a real, that's I mean, a I'm surprised how bad they are. I, I, you know, I love OC. I also feel like it's, I like all of, I like OC because it's like a different world of yeah. housewives than a lot of the other ones. Um, they're all terrible. I love <laughs> Megan so much. I think that she is, and I don't know if I've said this before, but I really do think Megan um, is one of the best housewives ever. She is so what? intentional with her words. She is. So she's so good about, do you remember, I remember last season, Heather Dubrow, who had no, nothing to talk about. Right. Was mad. I think about the fact that Ma- <laughs> Megan said like print out directionals on map quest or something like to, in order to see how far away the, like the, uh, four by four, uh, or whatever it was, the, <laughs> The four wheel. When they went to Glamis, June. When they had the yeah, accident, yeah. yeah. So, and Heather was mad and she, like, had a lunch. But, like, she didn't go to. Right, right, right. She had a lunch with uh, Megan. And, and Megan Me- would just, like. Megan walked in and was like, oh, I'm you're, sorry. you're right, I'm sorry. And I remember watching, like, the, like, steam come out of Heather's ears because she, she was nothing. like, what am I going to do? And I feel like Megan is so good about apologizing for the things that she feels like were wrong. And she's so intentional with the things that she does mean to say that it makes her really good at the game of housewives. I don't know if it makes her like the most interesting person, but it makes her like when she was saying to Vicky, like Vicky was like, I'm not going to keep apologizing for all the things I keep doing that are terrible. And And not be the only one. And Megan was like, it's actually okay for you to apologize if you've done stuff wrong. And that was when fucking Peggy put her fingers on. Which was such an invasion. That was so Kelly Ripa and fucking American Idol. What's his name? Lyme disease. Um, who has Lyme disease from America? No, no, no. I'm saying my Lyme disease is affecting my brain. When Kelly Ripa on a, um, episode of live with Kelly and whomever, um, 
Clay Aiken uh, put his hands on her mouth and she was like, I don't know where that's been. Like, you don't put your hands on another person. Like, that's not appropriate. Yeah. It wasn't a good moment. It was also sort of strange that people were looking aghast at Megan for talking about what's been happening with these friendships for the TV show that they're all shooting. Like, why would you look at her and say how terrible she is for bringing up why people are upset at Vicky? And also, why is Vicky making this false equivocation saying that I've done things to Tamara and Tamara's done things to me or I've done things to Shannon, but it goes both ways? It's like, you can't pretend that you guys are playing at the same level. What they might have said to you was, we don't trust this guy. And you came back and said, well, you're not my friend and then raised the stakes and said, oh, they're not good friends. And now we hate each other. The reason that that um, Tamara and Shannon don't get along with Vicky is because Vicky either talked about rumors about Tamara's husband's sexuality, um, spread rumors that allegedly David Bador beat Shannon, or potentially implicate was implicated with her ex-boyfriend in a cancer scam. You know I love Shannon Bador so much, but I wonder... Oh. You know, I know she needed to come back to the... She and David felt like they needed to come back to the show, obviously, because they needed to repair no th- th- they needed to like come and save face because of those terrible allegations that vicky made and also because shannon is a beautiful glorious, yes but i'm worried about her wellness like i'm worried about her mental health and also her physical health and i you know she's much she blamed her gain weight gain on vicky and then um and then megan in an interview said it was maybe her marriage and then yeah and watch what happens live and then she apologized again megan yeah, being yeah. held accountable was like I, I do i'm sorry that i said that and then Vicky, and then Shannon was like, and I tweeted at Andy, like, Andy, I said that once and I took it back or something. While she was watching and watch what happens live, like it happened live. Yeah. Why? Here's the problem is that I actually think not to be a total Shannon apologist, which I 100% am. But when she, when she says that Vicky made me gain weight, that was obviously a misuse of words, like which she admits that Vicky did not force feed foie gras down her throat. You know, like it wasn't like that. But I will say that if... Shannon was feeling extremely stressed out about the idea that the entire world would know about these rumors, either that had been made up entirely or potentially existed, whatever, that these things were being talked about, where her husband was being physically abusive, that would stress a person out. And you respond to stress in in different ways. And some people binge eat. And it turns out that Shannon, who probably hadn't ever done that before, found herself trying to self-soothe in a way that led to her gaining, you know, 30 or 40 pounds oh, yeah. and having, I mean, so I'm hundred percent okay with her right. gaining weight and weight. And I do also state. think that even though Vicky wasn't to blame for it, she can accurately say, cause she can own her life and say the stress of this led to me reacting in a way that I'm responsible for, but it was a genuine reaction. It was, and, and for that, yeah, Vicky is responsible does that make any sense where it's like even though vicky didn't hold the plate to her face vicky did say things that had consequences for shannon personally where for months she said she was really stressed out about how this would play out on tv like who she didn't know that how the editing suite would respond she didn't know if people were going to try to make this into a bigger thing and if maybe they were filming other stuff about potential abuse or anything else i could see her getting super paranoid which she has a tendency to do and being highly reactive and highly emotional and that's how it came out i also think that there probably are some stresses in her marriage which she has admitted honestly like marriage can have really big highs and really big lows and they were on the upswing after the valentine oh my and it god came Sarah, i get down. it you love shannon i do i love her so i mean much. I, I love her as well i just um also I'm- guys she looks great not that that means anything because like it's all about how you feel or whatever but like you know she's like working on herself i was not into that guy who was like whoo 
Oh boy. Dr. Oh, Tim. Oh boy. I was like, shut the fuck up, Dr. I don't understand. Is he a doctor or it's unclear. a You know, she's very, she's very into like holistic, um, like healing. So maybe he's a doctor of whatever. And she also says that the thing about, I don't want David to know about this wasn't really like the scale. It was the body fat percentage, which I don't a hundred percent understand why that's worse than the number. Is it? I don't know. I don't know how like fat percentages work out except they did weigh me for mine at the lime thing and i just didn't know it was less than 40 <laughs> it wasn't too <laughs> i was like it's fine i don't i genuinely don't care um but people react to things in, in different ways guys. let's talk about tamara um i was gonna say tamarin like tamarin hall um tamara tamara's having an interesting week tamara had vow renewals with eddie in like mexico oh, or something I didn't know and that. then got into a public feud with um Friend of Andy's girls, Gretchen Rossi, on Twitter and Facebook. Oh, did she post her a picture of her com- of the of Gretchen's comment on Instagram and say like I don't normally give this troll any time and then delete she it. did she that did happened, she right? deleted it after the fact because she's like I know this is what the troll so that was, wants that was really Sydney's. So Sydney Tamara's I a share strange this with you. yes so so Tamara um has said in interviews she said I think on this week or last week's episode where she went to that like dinner for people that don't have family or whatever. Um, she said that, that she and Sydney had been like working on stuff and Simon had been productive and positive and that they were trying to heal their family and gone to graduation. She also on social media had put a photo of Sydney at her graduation, her like high school graduation up and said that they were working on stuff. I thought it was sweet. I thought it was positive, whatever. Turns out Sydney had sent her text messages that Sydney then posted saying, I don't want you to, you can come to my graduation. I don't you want to post anything on social media. I don't want to be in the public eye. I don't want this talked about. I don't want you to post anything. Tamara said, absolutely no problem. Um, and then Sydney came out this week with this long diatribe on Facebook book that was like it's not like things are well you know my mom when she was going through it with my dad would call us Simon uh, mini Simon if she was trying to punish us or make fun of us for something this has everything to do with her behavior nothing to do with my dad's and then also posted that text message between them where Tamara agreed not to talk about anything publicly which was like not it didn't make Tamara terrific. look good. It didn't make Tamara look good. So then Gretchen. Also, it was like very well written. It was super, right, like which is why Tamara said that Simon wrote it. Which I was like, whomever they made some, they made some points. They made some valid points. Nobody's one hundred percent right in this. I didn't know. I didn't see Tamara. I think because Tamara like like so, must have commented a lot and then right. deleted her comments. So I'm sure that Tamara, who's on her like vow renewal vacation with Eddie, I'm sure she heard about it immediately. Meanwhile, Gretchen commented on Sydney, this minor child's <laughs> Facebook thing, and was like. It was kind of great because I don't remember exactly her comment, thank but it you was like for like bringing to light. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> like your mother's behavior. Thank you for bringing and all of the lies that she said about so many. Have hurt like, so many people. It was a little thirsty. So then Tamara responded to that on Instagram and I think Facebook by posting Gretchen's comment and was like, "She's a cunt." Like it was like she's a piece of shit. Like this is why this person's so thirsty, and I shouldn't give her. She's like trash. I shouldn't give her the light, whatever. And then, and then Gretchen responded and was like, "It's because you're a terrible mom." Or Correct whatever. me if I'm wrong, but Gretchen you're wrong. and Alexis are going to be on this season, or did I make that up? No, um, were they in the super trailer for the season? I think Gretchen's going to be on, and Lizzie is going to be on. I don't think Alexis is going to Le- be on. Lizzie is like the literally the maybe the most boring friend, like housewife that's ever existed. I thought Lizzie was. I, I don't was, remember anything about her. I thought she was interesting in the um, feuds that she would have with Tamara when they were on that vacation and then Tamara like ran off and like... I wasn't like really invested in OC then, so I can't speak to it a hundred percent. She gave a little bit. You could... Have, potentially people could make... The criticism that some people could make about like Megan not bringing it, which I totally disagree with, 
people probably would make about Lizzie. And I think if Lizzie had been given the opportunity to be on again, I think that it could have been interesting because she has such a hate of uh, hatred of Tamara. But they both have been buddying up in social media pictures, both Gretchen and Lizzie, to Vicky, I think in the hopes of forming an alliance that would get them back on but the like, show. And I don't think it's going to happen. Who's friends with Alexis is friends with Lydia. Is anybody else friends with Lydia? Like, Lexus well, was Olivia's foray into the show. Right. So now Vicky is friends with Lydia on camera. I don't know how Lydia got herself I was back. into Lydia, her old season, because I was really into her mom. But I was, like, very like, much a casual fan that season. Um, like, I really barely, like, I watched, like, while I did the dishes. And now I, like, watch attentive, <laughs> ten- uh, attentively. Um, I'm not sure if I'm into Lydia currently do you think that lydia is going to have a trajectory similar to Lori, where they had just a, even though they weren't anyone's favorite Wait, people Lori thought of them had well. sex with um vicky and her sister Lori, <laughs> <laughs> like, who spread- said that vicky was having a threesome and it was <laughs> vicky was lying in a bed watching like a disney movie with her sister and some random like insurance <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah and Lori yeah. was like i well, saw then, them filming a porno it all came they were to light like while they the were bed. skiing right <laughs> i did yeah, that's cool. I mean, I, I, you know, I have to say that um, I know that this is like, I don't know that it's new, but like the idea of Housewives coming back and becoming new, like old Housewives becoming new main Housewives. Oh, I so love old it. Housewives I love coming it back where they recycle. Up. Yeah, it just makes you feel, and I know this is what Andy like Cohen good wants. good for the Bravo environment. It just makes you feel like it's all one big like soap opera and that, yeah, it, like, that people can come in and out. So I hope that I'm into like Alexis and Gretchen and all, and Lizzie and all of them coming back and Gina. Like I just want everyone to be on at once. You have a fixation on Gina Keo, which I would love just to because I. I think I don't really have anything invested in her other than the show was based around her family first. Like she was like the the OG. I always forget like that. She, I always so think, I think it was Vicky, but it wasn't. I it was Gina. I always think that like they'll try to bring her back in a more full time way because she's like a legit friend of Vicky's, and that would like give Vicky a built in like friend. But maybe they wouldn't be friends. Where does it. Joe Del- <laughs> a pillow just follow me? Where does Joe De La Rosa live now? Remember Joe? When- I forgot about her. I don't know. Slade's first real housewife girlfriend before he had his second. Right. Cause she was sort of like the Bethany of OC, right? She was like the single one. And then she, she was a single one without money. And then she got a spinoff who had a, who met a man. She got a spinoff where Slade was like trying to set her up with people, but I never watched it. That me might either. be the only, aside from that might be the only spinoff that and that candy going thing. skiing. I never watched that. I watched some of Candy's ski trip. I didn't. I actually, I also didn't watch all of Nini's getting married and Candy's getting married. They're like spinoff shows. I wasn't hundred percent into them. I don't know why. Yeah, which is so I, weird for me. I was not think and Tamara's too. I like all watched all of them casually. It was pre my deep obsession. Um, should we talk? Do you have things to say about anything else you want to say about OC or should we talk about New York? I just have to say, I think it's, I think we said this when we were talking about Peggy. I just find it completely ridiculous that some of these women can decide who they want to film with and who they don't. I mean, if you don't want to talk to Vicky, then film in a scene with her and ignore her and be a dick and let us watch it play out on camera. Who do you think is controlling who they want to film with? Shannon and Tamara, you mean? Yeah, 100%. And I also think that what happened with Kelly showing up at the quiet woman was actually a way of subverting whatever agreement Shannon and Tamara have with production where they won't film with certain people. Like I think that by Lydia inviting Kelly and nobody telling Shannon and then Kelly just casually showing up on the night that they film while they're in the restaurant was some sort of way for someone to fuck over Kelly is Shannon and Tamara. a captivating television character, but it, like, but if that's who she really is, she is legitimate. Like, she is the worst, right? She was hysterically laughing she, while the person that she this week says she wants to be friends with, except for Tamara's. We're both laughing, except for Tamara's getting involved. She was hysterically laughing like a sociopath while she watches someone scream and cry, and then like blew like 
fish faces on a window door at the quiet one. Kelly and... She's not all there. I think they call them raspberries, right? Like a raspberry. Whatever. Kelly and like Teresa and Vicky would be an interesting... Like the three of them were maybe three of the most despicable housewives in my opinion. But I don't think... I think that Teresa's way of getting revenge is much worse in in trying to like slut shame someone kelly's not doing that kelly's just saying like i mean kelly's owning all of her trashiness and she's she's not really though because then she says that like she's talking with her disgusting husband about how Tamara's like the ringleader and it's like you just told a woman who literally no less than 10 minutes earlier told you that she was struggling with her weight and was going through a lot you just told her that she needed more hormones which by the way i was like is that because she's older because you think she looks like a cow and then saying eat go eat more food i mean (laughs) How do you blame that on another cast member? How do you not look in the mirror and say... I mean, she was also like... Let's blame it also on the fact that she was like 100% wasted out of her mind. She was She was totally wasted. But even Kelly Sober is something to really only have a teaspoon at a time. But she really is fantastic television. She's she great television. She knows how to keep things moving. But she is one of those examples, not as bad as Daniel Staub, of someone who I am actually scared of. Yeah, I, I would agree. put Kelly in that. I would put Daniel Staub and from like a superficial way, I would say Ramona Singer. Like, I don't yeah. want to go to drinks with Ramona Singer. I don't want Ramona Singer to be like, you look chubby or something. Like, that would break my heart in half. Like, Ramona Singer would cut. Ramona Singer behaved in a way this season that I thought to Bethany that I thought was, and I said this last week that I thought was similar to Kelly Clore and Ben Simone on Scary Island, where when they arrive in Mexico, even in advance of, of Mexico, she's like, "You don't, I'm going to Mexico. Like it's not, it's a production. It's a, it's a cast." trip like you this isn't actually your trip and then they go to mexico and she's like this isn't yours you didn't plan this somebody else did blah blah blah, blah. i mean it's yeah sort Ramona of similar. Was really terrible this season it's i i'd be interested to see you know i was saying that stuff about um atlanta filming season 10 right now and how they have a lot of people that have been pictured filming yeah and i and like they have a strategy right of like getting atlanta back to its roots for this 10th season 100%. and i and i want to know how much they're going to do that with new york like are they going to keep all of the ogs that are currently on like are they going to keep i'm assuming that they're going to keep luann and bethany for sure i don't think they're going to make any cuts the only potential cut would be tinsley or maybe they could add someone oh shit my bad i think that maybe they'll keep tinsley maybe not i don't care either way but i think carol's done it's done you really think so yeah because carol behind the scenes allegedly broke up with adam i, heard, I did hear that like but i thought that happened um i think like we're going to find that, that out about the reunion at, at the reunion because i think it happened like while, right before before they filmed the reunion. Oh, terrific. I can't wait. Because I know that Dorinda said in an interview that she's like, she was like intimating that they broke but like up. Like Tinsley, like I don't care, honestly. Like I was into her because of like her, she's like a legit person of New York, like socialite world or right. was at some point. But she's not comfortable exposing she's that. She's also just like She's not, really sensitive to it. She, she makes up like all this not stuff. not the same as the rest. She's not good at this is the problem. I did read that they are interested in like making the cast more diverse because it's like New York City. So they want to add a woman of but, color. Right. I read that they want like a black woman. I read that like on um, on a block. So I don't know if that's into true it. or not. Um, <laughs> but it. also let's just for argument's sake, I can't imagine this will ever happen. Okay. But let's say like they really are trying to go the same route of um, Atlanta you know what they should do for season 10. If Damien's looking at me and I'm like getting nervous. No, because I just feel like you should know like what the obvious choice for to make season 10, like the epic season of like the 10th season of Real Houses of New York, is okay. to bring Jill back and to finally film Bethany and Jill having a sit down. Like that's how you like, that's how you make epic season 10 for New York because it's like, these, then it's all the OGs are on except, no, everyone would be there, right? Except Alex um, McCord. Who's in Australia. Right. So like if it was Jill, Luann, Bethany, Ramona, and... Uh, they were all in the same season, like for season 10, I would be into it. And Jill's also desperate to have it. I mean, Jill wants to be back on the show, obviously. Like, she obviously misses that, and I think that that isn't working in her favor. 
Um, I also don't think, no, like... But if they brought Danielle back, who's so much more, who's so much worse? Well, I just wonder, though, like, I think that because Danielle and Teresa, like, are in, obviously, in cahoots, they basically were in cahoots, right, to get Jacqueline off the show. Right. So I think that... What would Bethany... Bethany, Bethany doesn't, Bethany doesn't subscribe to the same things. Like, right. she doesn't, she's not, like, a Vicky or a Teresa who's, like, how can we be relevant? And, like, Nini was, like queen bee like jill would obviously be low man on the totem pole if she came back like she wouldn't be queen bee again um you guys i'm like literally shitting myself i just think like it might be a line it's it's obviously like (laughs) it's obvious it's so obviously to me the like natural but i think bethany would just shoot it down because she would be like that's not real i would never be friends with that person again so but the problem with jill isn't just bethany the problem with jill is jill so from what i have read about how she behaved behind production she is and i think she would admit this a little probably not a lot she's extremely needy and her calls to production her anger over stuff her she makes poor decisions that affect the show when she decided to have a fight with bethany and told andy about it before shooting and he's like that's really not a good idea and she went and did it anyway and, and it totally to be backfired. fair like she did she did that and he told her it wasn't fair because he knew that people liked Jill and Bethany together. He wasn't right. like, don't do that because it's not real. You know what I mean? Like, Right, but I think she makes bad choices to fuck with production in a way that really only fucks her over at the end of the day. I don't think it does anyone I mean, to, anything to anyone else. I mean, if she came on the show as like Luann's friend and was like, Beth, and like they sat down and she was like, I'm sorry. And Bethany was like, I don't care. Like, we're not friends. We're never going to be friends. Like, you just want to, you just, you don't, you don't want to be my friend. We will never be friends. I would still want to watch that because I would want to watch Bethany be so mean to Jill on camera. And also, you know that Jill and Ramona would claw each other's eyes out. Yeah, it would be such great TV. I don't think it will ever happen. But yeah. I also said that Danielle will never return, and I was wrong. I mean, the thing—I mean, I was not right. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, the thing is that the thing is that I think the plus maybe is that like I think that like Lisa Wu is filming season, which who who who, who I'm sure she'll be like a friend of or like a guest. Lisa Wu, but like you know she's Bay. filming. Lisa Wu Hartwell Danielle, again. Danielle is coming back. So who knows? Like that all boats well for Jill. She was on Watch What Happens Live and was on an episode this season with Luann. Um, she was on. She like, talked about how much she missed it. And so she was, I wonder. It was sad. It I was wonder. Sad, but Jill, I you know I die for Jill. Um. So yeah, I don't know. I think that like I think it's hard sometimes for people to have. You know, they want you to have a real story, be genuine, and I don't know. I, I just wonder if Bethany has too much. I feel like clout. Bethany has too much clout at this point in a way that's almost unnecessary considering we got like a little the, bit of Dennis Shields, who she's now broken up with. We got the hockey player with no tooth, who she probably didn't fuck. I mean, there are, we're not allowed to see her kid. She's going to address the Jason stuff during the reunion, I'm sure, without naming him so she doesn't get sued. Did you, okay, so did you read the same thing that I read about the reunion, which was. Do we have to be? No, no, no. Are we're we good. done? We're good. We're good. <laughs> um, <laughs> we have to be done. Uh, I read that Dorinda and Bethany get into it at the reunion because Beth, um, which is sort of similar. Listen, Dorinda's, um, when Dorinda gets drunk, she's very messy and she doesn't always have like a great, oh God, um, she doesn't her. always, like she's so fun I to watch when she's drunk. I die for Dorinda. I but, die for it. you know, she, I don't, I think Dorinda is smart and I think that she had, she made some valid points about within her like quote fake argument with bethany i don't think all of them were valid and i also think that like her uh, approach wasn't excellent um but i think that a little bit of the underlying like quote-unquote anger or like jealousy of bethany's success as they were saying i think is really rooted in like production things and allegedly at the reunion i heard that dorinda and bethany got into it because dorinda said like you're a bitch to everybody you don't show any of your real life and then you like then you want us to like own our drama and the own like you want to like own the us to own our problems and like talk about our stuff but you're not showing anything 
And really, and I don't, I don't know if that really happened because I also read the portion Apollo fucked and that came out of the reunion. So like what I'm reading could be fake. And I don't also know if it will make, if it's too much like production stuff, it might not make the show. Well, there was an advanced clip that I watched earlier of Bethany ripping into Ramona by saying, you're a shitty person to staff and my assistants were in an elevator yesterday and you didn't, and just the three of you didn't acknowledge them. You treat everyone like shit. And Ramona's response was like, well, the guys in Mexico, I give them $200 and she's like, $200 doesn't give you an excuse to be a complete douchebag to people. So I don't know if they have a little chapter in the, an act of the reunion, which is like, who's the worst person of (laughs) ever. Everyone. I do think it's weird when Bethany challenges Ramona, which is totally deserved. I'm into for being there. Like, I'm actually on Bethany's side when it comes to Ramona because she is Ramona is the worst troll of them all. Like, right. she's the worst. And she scares me in the sense that she is genuinely like that. Like I don't think that's acting in any way. I think she's extremely demanding. And I have to say, like, I don't And then she wants to find love and it's like, sweetie, like you need to work on yourself. Like you need to like figure out a way to like date yourself and improve yourself. Like before you look for Mr. Man. It's not it's not now's not a great time. Kelly, you know, Kelly to tie it tie it. Like Kelly Dodd is like such, seems like such a terrible garbage person but like the garbage terrible person mostly comes out when she's wasted i mean not to say that she seems great when she's sober but like she gets especially aggressive she's crazy when she's sober she's evil when she's drunk and i feel like what's interesting about oh my god i lost my train of thought ramona um, is yeah. that ramona's trigger isn't necessarily alcohol it's, it's like no, her yes, soul. Thank, you, thank you so much it's it's a, she's delusional it's like Sonia, I think, is also delusional, but I think she's, like, funny and, and like, I think she has, like, a heart of gold. I just think she's... And Sonia's only way of cutting people is through pretension. It's not through, like, I think that Sonia's, like, delusional. Right. But she's not a mean drunk. She's fun. Right. And I think, like, uh, Ramona is delusional when she's sober, and then when she's drunk, I mean, she's just more delusional. But, like, she's mean but she's just beyond she's on another planet like i feel like some of these other mean people are sort of grounded in reality if not mean but ramona is like lives on another planet and is terrible i don't know so how bad is that going to be for luann the next time that they have to film and luann's looking at this terrible troll who it turns out was right totally right about the dissolution of that relationship and the clips from this week where luann's like i win i got the guy and it's just so fucking tragic and sad because i look at luann and i'm like she tried so hard to make this into like the romance of the century up against enormous odds which are you know pictures and images of her new husband cheating on people she gave up her alimony what she is gave the story up her that, title. Uh, allegedly um ramona uh i don't know if pictures that's true. out you said that in the right i said week. it because i read it <laughs> 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 yeah i love reading blogs and then reporting them here yeah um, <laughs> they're always accurate you know i think the thing um and again on watch what happens live bridget everett was taught was a guest and oh, she was talking she, she was watching her. a clip or something yeah, yeah. and she said to andy like i just don't understand why bethany needs to double down on luann's pain and I think that that was, like, a great way of, like, just, like, just, like, the show is sad. And, like, I don't, Tom is a piece of shit. Like, it's he no is. one else's fault right. but Tom. But it is weird, like, Ramona and and um, Bethany's, like, need to sort of double down on this woman's pain and be like, you were wrong, you were wrong, he's a piece of shit. And it's like, cool, you're just trying to, like, advance story here. And I, and, like, the producers, like, are sending pictures of Tom kissing someone to allegedly, Bethany, right. allegedly, and saying, like, show this to her because it's it'll, it, we need to do this. But it's like... But, you know, none of these people are, like, her real friends when the sh- it's not sh- filming. And it's, like, it's her life. Like, she married him. And, like, whether she met married him for the wrong reasons or the right reasons or whatever, like, it is – it sucks and it's sad and it's, you know, unfortunate and they were right. Yeah. But, like, does that make them feel good? Well, they also wanted to say it in a way where they were the expert on heartbreak. They were the expert in shitty husbands because they had them. So learn from me because I know it all. And at a certain point, Luann decided – 
that she really wanted to own this and she wanted to push it through because she didn't want to be told that she was wrong. And she sacrificed a lot. I mean, there are these dumb rumors that I think actually Megan also sort of bought into on Watch What Happens Live when she was talking about the New York franchise of like Luann was only doing this because she was looking for camera time and it was a plot. And I don't believe that even a little bit, to be honest. I think Luann's plot, Luann's thought could have been I I want to be married again. I want to have a relationship, but I don't actually believe that she married this man because it was going to be shown on a TV show when she didn't even uh, yeah, sign off that. her rights for it. I mean, like Bravo didn't have access to the wedding video. Bravo had to borrow excerpts of a videographer because they'd sold the rights to people. I mean, it just, it, it floundered immediately essentially after getting married because there wasn't strong enough structure when she's talking, when they're playing tennis and she's like, we're still in our honeymoon because we've only known each other a year and a half. That's not a honeymoon phase. That's a dating your husband phase where you're trying to get to know this man who you've already given your vows to. I mean, it just was a recipe for disaster, including the fact that he's 50, including the fact that when one of them shadily enough, I don't remember if it was Bethany or Dorinda was like, and you, you know, and we're actually watching, I think probably that moment on the screen in front of us. But when they are talking about how they, she gave up so much, it might've been Bethany and how she moved into a one bedroom. She now has a one bedroom in Palm beach and a one bedroom on wherever the fuck on the Upper East Side. I mean, yeah, that's a valid point. She sacrificed a lot, including potentially her lifestyle. Do you know, do you know if she had a prenup? I assume she did. I assume she did, but she also, whether or not she had a prenup, she's no longer getting alimony payments from the count, which seemingly maybe, were substantial. She made golf friends. really maybe, well. Maybe he'll help her out still. Like maybe Tom, a, CEO of the paper source? No, I'm How saying do I maybe, um, maybe the count will still help. Maybe he'll still pay alimony because he like their best friends. Okay, maybe. I don't think that's how divorce works. I don't think he's going to be like, you made a bad mistake, but you're friends, so I'm going to give you money. He might be like, I'll support you. Let's go to dinner and I'll pick <laughs> up the check. But I don't think he's going to be like, here's your monthly allowance. I don't think that's going to happen. I, I just look at that and I look at how Tom was behaving with Missy and he was like being lecherous with her and then goes, let me turn off the mic so he can be even shadier knowing that people are video taking video of him at this event and that it's not appropriate. Go meet up with her at the Regency. It's what you do anyway. Like meet up after the uh, filming ends. Why do you have to be a dick at a, a, a cast event when your wife is a part of the show? Here's my question for Shed Media and Bravo, the company that okay. produces the show and also bravo the network into it if you're listening i know you are what are they going to make the arc of the season next year if luann is divorced because i feel like it has been she's going to be cool again with her yeah, but, it's, but it's been the arc of the last two seasons like somebody else needs to have a, um, a through line for it is it going to be like is it going to be her rebounding on her divorce because like it wasn't that long of a marriage is it going to be ramona is it going to be bethany like is is it going to be jill and bethany that's what i want you know that's I don't know. I don't know what would happen without potentially a major cast change taking place. And I just don't think New York is the place to do it. I mean, I guess the weak link to me is Carol, followed by, if not in parallel, but I feel Tinsley. Like but now Tinsley has this like weird We also talked about Carol leaving last season. We thought for sure that would happen. And I can't believe back. that she was back. I felt like maybe that was a part of Stephanie's negotiation. I think that they like her a lot because she is the Greek chorus in a way that like Heather Thompson sort of Or she's of like was. dry, cool, and they genuinely don't have that. And she's personally she, friends with Andy, and yeah, I'm sure that has some weight. And she's like hip cool in a way that like nobody... Yeah, she like, genuinely she, is. She's grounded. And like Bethany, I think people used to love Bethany in the way that she was like the Greek chorus, but she's not anymore. She's mean and she's super rich. Right. Which is fine. Like she fills a new role now that... But they need somebody who seems like 
oh, these are my friends, which is like her favorite. That was her line last season, right? Maybe Dorinda will take center stage I more. I think Dorinda is too much of like not on this planet. Like I love her, but she's like, she's like too like, ingrained in the Upper East Side and too much of like a lady who lunches who literally like gets two martinis in her and can't talk. Like, so speaking of Dorinda, you said that you had some grievances about comments that Ben made last week. And I would love to talk a little bit about that fight that Dorinda and Bethany had in oh, yeah. Tequila, Mexico or wherever. Um, I thought it was kind of crazy that Bethany, who doles it out against everyone else, couldn't respond in any kind of way that involved like basic listening skills. When Dorinda is saying the way that you are freaking out right now is emblematic of your behavior, why don't you just take a breath? I mean, Bethany is manic and Bethany's response was to immediately cut into Dorinda and then carry it over into the next morning. So Ben said, correct me if I'm wrong, but Ben's reaction to that was it's it's not Dorinda's place for... He said she anything, was the village idiot, which, which made me really mad. Which is 100% inaccurate. 100%. I honestly think, and I love her, but I think Sonia is the village idiot on New York. Sonia's a village floozy. Yeah, she also, she's like an idiot plus. Like, I would she's give her. sort of like a fun, a fun bimbo. Like, she has great comic timing. She sort of leans into her silliness. Right. Like, but I would never, like, I think Dorinda is actually, like, kind of a sign of, like, um, mom. You know what I mean? Like, to me, she's, like, sort of, like, the drunk aunt. Like, she, like, has a lot of wisdom, but she gets drunk, and she's, like, then you're, like, well, who does any of that mean anything? But she, to me, she seems very, like, real. Like, to me, she seems, like, a very ethnic white woman. She seems very, like, Jewish or Italian and, or Greek, and she seems, like, that seems like who she is. She's, like, a Carolyn Manzo. She seems like she could fit in on Jersey, 100%. but she was married to a wealthy man, and she is accustomed to the Upper East Side. She has real ties to these women. So, like, she makes sense to me. I thought... When she gets drunk, she slurs so terribly. But she, but I love it. I, it's also so was cool. Much. If I can just an aside, is that like everyone was so drunk in um, in Mexico that like you would be like, oh, like Bethany was actually slurring a little bit at times, and I was like, she is drunk, but she just seems sober in comparison to everyone else who is wasted. Like everyone was so drunk in Mexico. Mexico. Um, yeah, Dorinda, I thought she had some valid points. I mean, I think that it was true. Like, we're on vacation. Stop being so rigid. Stop making everything so terrible. Like, stop stop having a reason to just come down on everybody all the time. Like, we're on vacation. Um, did I think her approach and her, like, you know, going on was, like, you know, good? Like, was it a good approach in trying to, like, get her point across? No. Um, I think she got off. I think she got derailed. And then Bethany was sensitive to the fact that, like, Dorinda was, like, Thanks for today. It was a beautiful day, which was like, she was being sassy, but she also wasn't like, I don't think it was going to go fuck herself. She said like, thanks for she was, your at least skinny it was girl being day. Handled better. Yeah. She right. said like, thanks for the skinny girl day. And I think that like, there was a little bit of like a bite there, but I don't think it was like, I don't think it was as fuck crazy. yourself. Thanks right. for like, thanks for the day that was all about your company. But Bethany took it that way because of her stuff. And to be fair, I think that they both opened up that like, Hey, I said this and I'm sorry. And, and Bethany was like, I'm sorry. I also react because that's my stuff. Like Bethany feels, I just a little bit annoying to hear someone be like, I'm so it's my own stuff. Cause I feel such an insecurity about my success and wealth. And I was like, okay, bitch, I get it. But like, <laughs> but you know, I think that she did own up to the fact that she maybe overreacted to Dorinda because she feels, she constantly feels like people are trying to attack her business or her success. And who are those people on camera, aside from the Sonia liquor thing? I think she also felt it. Um, oh, with Ramona, yeah. Yeah, and also from Luann. I think she th- has thought that, like, Luann has tried to attack her by, like, you know, help- saying, like, she helped come up with the name or something. You know oh, what I mean? right, right, so, right. So I think she has, okay. she yeah, has yeah. A, a 
it's a chip on Bethany's shoulder, so she has an instant, like an instant defense about it if something like that comes up. I don't know what's going to happen next season. I think you've raised valid points. I think the the wish list of having Jill come back is totally spot on and completely extremely smart. Should we, and tw- will not should we start a campaign at Andy's Raw campaign that's like people tweeting at Andy just to say like, Andy, just please hear our prayers and then like think about what you're doing with Atlanta and think about bringing Jill back on even as a friend of like pe- the people want to see guys do and, it and then let's say like credit me and Sarah's EPs please. Yeah. Um, at us. Don't DM. At yeah, us. No, no DMs. No DMs. No DMs. Um, that's really interesting. That's something I'm going to have to like sit on for a second. Because who else from New York could come back and like and make it feel like a full circle like 10 years the show has been on? I mean, Jill is the obvious one because she was like sort of the Gina. It's not going to be like Cindy Barshop. It's not going to be Cindy. It's not going to be Heather Thompson. It's not going to be Kelly because they did that once and Bethany was like, I'm out. Right. Which is that. And I think that's a great good sign of like what Bethany is, is and isn't willing to do. So I feel right, like. If her tolerance gets. Unless they say like Beth. I heard that New York's ratings are the worst of all of the. Shut up. I don't know if that's true. I, it's like someone tweeted that. So I don't know if it's actually was true. it Jill? Was it one of Jill's <laughs> egg followers? But you know, know, someone said that like their followers, um, I mean, I'm sorry, that their uh, ratings are, like, are like are the worst of the housewives. Like, I know that, like, that after they fired essentially half the cast, and then it was like this Cindy season of Viva, which the Viva will never be back. Um, the ratings went down from season i think like season four to five it was bad or five to six or something like that. it was a season they fired all those women right they kept but ramona last season was good yeah they kept ramona they kept i think ratings have been um better since bethany came back but i don't know what that what they compared to in comparison to like atlanta oc um beverly hills it's also just a different kind of cast which is why even when new york is weak i still pretty much enjoy it unless i get super angry Do you think we care though because really... we live here and like we know we like love new york i'm sure that's a part of it where i'm like because I think that there's that some I, people who, like, think New York's kind of boring and also, like, that they're just, like, not over the and top And I do die for it because, I, you know, I live on the Upper East Side, but, like, the poor section. But so I can <laughs> but I can appreciate when they go X, Y, Z. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I go there, too, or whatever. Or walk by it on my way to the train. I really want to engage in conversation about what season 10 of New York should be with um, with Andy Girls listeners. So I hope that people will tweet at us after they listen Guys, to Guys, tweet us and hashtag Andy's Girls. And also, um, hear my prayer. What would be really just wonderful and um, vegan chicken soup for my lime soul would be if you guys us on iTunes and like submit the review and then send me like a screenshot of it like when it's posted and frankly I would die for it maybe I'll give you a little shout out on the show next week because you know we've made all of these medical advances trying to cobble myself back together we've You've made a lot of technical advances technical also. advances including a couple shekels um that are not being subsidized by Zarin Fabrics I mean I would really love it I would love to see like next week some like fun sassy reviews five star reviews five star reviews with a little spiel and let us know your thoughts do you think jill's gonna come back i don't know she would do it but would you think that (laughs) the question would would never be (laughs) well bethany say yes and will um and will andy say yes and also, do you think that Tamara and Shannon should be forced against their will well, to the, record the, with Vicky? They're going to be yes. there next week at Be- um, at, at the Sip and See. At so Atlanta, Sip-N-Z. such a shout out to um, Phaedra's Sip and See. Oh, I love Atlanta so much. I can't wait for it to come back. It's my favorite. It makes me sad when you have guests on who don't listen. Like I don't understand. Ben Rimmelauer people- really needs to watch Atlanta. Like <laughs> Ben <laughs> Rimmelauer needs to at me also because I have a lot of beef with him from last week. Um, but yeah, maybe we maybe we should do an Andy's Girls like. Ben versus Damien. I mean, I just love Atlanta so much, and I'm very surprised because it is the number one franchise that people don't, like, immerse themselves in it. Because to me, it's such a – to me – I mean, to me, OC, Beverly Hills, Atlanta, New York girls are so strong. They are. And New Jersey, we'll see. I don't know. Dallas is coming back, and it might be the one that I don't – 
Like, I actually care about Potomac. I don't know that I care about watching Dallas. Like, it just and actually am, feels like energy that I don't want to put into it. I am it. the reverse because apparently Brandy and Stephanie haven't spoken in four months when filming starts. And Brandy is now best friends with Leanne. I mean, I'm into, so I'm into Leanne in that preview where she's like, she's basically like doing clip to Stephanie. <laughs> she's like, Brandy, can we talk? And Bethany is, and like Leanne's like, and she like keeps just like putting her hand in Stephanie's face. And Stephanie's just like, Brandy, maybe not here. And, and like Brandy's just like not dealing with her and I was like oh, okay I'm kind of into it I honestly think that you say that you're not going to watch it but I think you're actually going to watch it I mean 100% it. We'll will it. DVR it and you just will won't care about it yeah it's just like the one that I like don't like I'm not invested yet but I felt really not invested in Potomac last season and then this season I they, they won me over so. I also I looked at some of the like little video vignettes they did with the new housewives there one there's one who like looks like she might be like a peroxide alien and another one who allegedly is like a huge old money name in um, Dallas and I think that they're caring about casting in a way that's similar to how Potomac cared about casting more season two. So season two of, of Dallas, maybe they'll do a better job because season one was a fucking mess. Is Marie going to be on this season? Remember Marie, who was like M- such a character? Marie wanted it. So Marie wanted it the way Marlo wanted it. She yeah. wanted it hard and it just do didn't work think, out. Do you, okay, and is, the porn star isn't back. Maybe We're wrapping up, maybe but tell, is, me, yeah, tell maybe, me quickly. Maybe this is a good thing to go out on. Do you think Marlo or Shamia will finally get a peach? No. Hard, quick no. I kind of think... They tried with Shamia. They really tried to who make her you, friend of and she just fucking... Who do you think is going to get... Who do you think is going to have a peach? It's going to be... Nini Candy. Nini Kenya. Candy. Well, Kim and Nini are both ha- will have half of a peach because they're friends up. Nini's full time. Oh, n- fine. Nini, Kenya... Candy. Candy. Sheree. Do you think Portia and Cynthia are both going to get peaches Portia again? might cameo and maybe Cynthia will be the one. Do you disagree? I don't care. Okay, great. Guys, I have peaches in my fridge, so maybe I'll eat those before they go um, bad, like some of their souls. Yum can't wait guys such a pleasure um retweet or whatever tell your <laughs> leave <laughs> five star reviews let's engage andy about jill zarin's return yes and engage jill and who knows <laughs> maybe she'll say some stuff um guys i die for you tell me which housewives you want me to interview ideally in a tri-state area because i don't see myself flying to oc anytime soon but maybe i would shannon Bador, i love you forever bye, bye. damien die for you bye guys